Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. It's a fast lane on 101 ESPN with former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers. I'm Anthony Stalter. Joining us right now via the 101 ESPN celebrity line is our guy Jeremy Rutherford of The Athletic, where you can follow him on Twitter at JP Rutherford. What's up, JR? Hey, Pasa, mi amigos. How you guys doing? We're doing great, man. How about you? Good, good. Yeah, getting ready for the season here. JR, what? Uh, give us a little update right now. Where are we at uh, training camp? When does it officially open for the Blues? And um, have you heard any rumblings at all surrounding the team, or have you talked to any of the players recently? So, Riv, uh, every year uh, I, I say that the season begins when we pop that first beer, and don't we have uh, Blues and Brews coming up here on the 22nd? So that'll be the official. That's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> Blues actually announced yeah. some players going out there. we got Bennington, Thomas, new guy Kevin Hayes, Braden Shen, Colton Pareko, Craig Berube, Jamie Rivers. There'll be a lot of people there. <laughs> Stars name are dropper, coming out that dropper. night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Rivers is coming too. So, well, <laughs> no, on a good night. <laughs> yeah. So, no, we're looking at uh, training camp uh, to, ready to start about the third week of uh, September. The Blues uh, each year, you know, kind of hang on a little bit for to release that date. Uh, but we're looking at third week of September and probably should get an official announcement of that first day on practice. You know they do the, the media content day and all that stuff before they're actually on the ice. But third week of September, so you got Blues and Brews. Also, you have uh, the, the, the Blues are going to be at the Cardinal game. I believe it's September 15th. Kevin Hayes, the newcomer, is going to throw out the first pitch and be exciting uh, to kind of see the, the new faces this year. And, and then we'll get into camp. So in terms of rumblings, you know, nothing. I've been out to Centene just the one time talking to Colton Braco, uh, but uh, nothing new until we start going out there on an everyday basis. JR, you bring up Colton Pareko. You had that piece come out in The Athletic last week uh, regarding Colton Pareko. What, what is the feedback that you've gotten from Blues fans or some of your readers when they, you know, when they dove into the article and read what Colton Pareko had said about you know, the fan base here and being a Blue, he wants to be a Blue for the rest of his career, all that stuff. What's some of the reactions? Yeah, well, let me uh, take you behind the scenes here a little bit. Uh, Riv, you know, I, as I sat down with Colton Pareko, you know, we kind of had a chat before the interview started, and, and I said, hey, listen, um, way back when, and we're talk- we'll go back to your days, Riv, and Keith Kachuk, Dallas Drake, Doug Waite, you know, as a reporter, you had the chance to go sit in the locker stall next to the guy for 20 minutes. They'd hang out and, you know, just shoot the bull with you. And, you know, that's kind of gone. Like, you don't have that as much. Uh, today, it's kind of in and out, go to the podium. And, and I really haven't had a chance to sit down and have an in-depth conversation with Colton Preco in a long time. And in the course of that time, you know, I've written some things about, you know, good candidate to trade. What's his ceiling? Is he a true number one? You know, rumblings about him on the move. And then you don't know how the player feels about any of that stuff. You don't know who reads, who doesn't read. So I took five or ten minutes to have a conversation with Colton and just say, hey, listen, you know, I've written some things, and you know, guilty as charged on, on some of the criticism here. And he said, hey, no big deal. That's, that's part of it. And then we just kind of had an open conversation about you know, how he's played, particularly last year, and what his role is, and, and how he sees things. And i got to tell you, every question I asked about that, he answered perfectly. You know, he said that you, know, you don't really play – 
Uh, you think about being better for the fans. You just think about yourself being better as a player. And then with that, with your performance, you know, maybe the fans will, will see that, uh, you know, you can handle yourself. So every opportunity he talked about, it was about hitting the reset button and being a better player for next year. Hey, JR, building off of what you just said about Colton Pareko, I, I look at that defensive, the top four for, for the Blues, and I don't see any sort of individual rebound. I see almost the group either rebounding or not. Is that fair to kind of put the entire top four into one category and say they're either going to rebound and regroup as as that as as a top four, uh, or they're not? And then Doug Armstrong's got a lot of decisions to be made, uh, maybe heading into the trade deadline. Yeah, no, I can see where you're coming from. I guess in order to have the the growth and the the progress, the bounce back year. As a group, they're probably all going to have to be individually better than they were last year for that to be possible. So a little bit of a, a catch-22. You know, can they be successful if you have a Colton Preco who has a great comeback year, but they don't get it from Aletti, Krug, so on and so forth? You don't know. So, you know, I think like Colton Preco said in the piece, when I asked him, hey, what's the true definition of a number one defenseman when you think about an Alex Petrangelo or somebody like that? He said, you know, we don't necessarily have that here. We have a guy who can do the PK, Tory Krug, you know, a guy that can play big minutes like myself against the other team's top line, Colton Pareko. Uh, you know, he felt that Nick Letty is one of the better skaters in the league and can handle his own. So he said incrementally he feels like uh, they can piece it together a good top four. We did not see that last year. There's going to have to be better performance by all four of these guys. But I think, you know, to get back to your question, you know, a couple of these guys have to have much, much better years. Like, I don't think this – defense is going to get the job done if at least two of these guys just don't uh, come back and and turn in like comeback player of the year award players for the blues jr the daily Faceoff had a little ranking out of every nhl team's prospect pool and they list the st louis blues uh, not terribly far down the list but nonetheless still at 16th in the nhl they give them a b overall um, I saw two teams ahead of them from the Central Division on this list. But, you know, what? what's your opinion on where they stand now with the prospect pool with the players that they've, able, that they've been able to pick up here in the last two years via the draft? Yeah, first of all, i got to keep you reading The Athletic instead of The Daily Faceoff. <laughs> no, we'll work on that. <laughs> no, I I'm told him, JR. Yeah. The, guy, the guy won't listen. You know him. I like to read everything, listen. Anthony. Yeah. No, Anthony's that's just that's jealous because uh, he can't read. That's, that's true. Yeah, I used to, every, every time Kelly Chase told me a good article, I used to say, who read it to you? So, that's a great wow. point. It's a great point. Crap. But, no, I think that ranking is somewhere right around where the Athletic had them, 16 or 18, just a couple weeks ago. So I think right in that same spot. You know, the Blues, because of uh, them being a contending team and trading some first-round picks away, over the years, uh, they were always in that 25, 26 range. They were also promoting guys. Uh, to the NHL and, and playing them at the same time when you go way back to the Oshies, Berglunds, Bronze. So I think now that you have a situation where not only have they did they have three first-round picks this year, but they're landing on some of these picks. They're doing a really good job, Tony Feltran and his staff. So I think that what you see on the horizon with Adala Bordavorsky, uh, with some of these younger players that they have coming in to uh, both prospect camp and some of them would be coming into training camp too, uh, I, I think it does look good. So yeah, I think you ask any prospect guru where do the Blues rank, nobody's going to say top 10, but I think that's just because 
that retool and, and this kind of change just started happening last year. So uh, I think the Blues probably that's the highest they want to go in terms of prospect rankings because if you uh, climb any higher than the middle of the ranks, then it's probably because you, you struggled for another year or two. So this is about as high as you want to go, but I think it's, it's looking pretty good right now. JR, speaking of the athletic, before we let you go, what are you working on? Yeah, so we had the piece today, uh, NHL players' favorite uh, cheat foods, and I was going to ask Griv uh, what his was. I know we might have touched on it a couple weeks ago, but some good uh, some good uh, things were brought up in the article. I think Brendan Dillon from Winnipeg said he's an Oreo cookie guy. He can do a milkshake up there in Vancouver in the offseason. He said he could pound a, a box of Oreos in one sitting. So there's a wow. bunch. I think we got 20, 21 players to submit their favorite off-season cheat meal. And, Riv, I was going to ask you what yours is. Uh, currently or when I was a player? Well, let's go back to the playing days. Yeah, uh, probably a case of Budweiser. I was about to say, is, does alcohol count <laughs> as a really cheat meal? I don't really know if we uh, had cheat meals. It was basically – I'll tell you this, JR. I remember my, my very first NHL training camp ever here in St. Louis. Uh-huh. And it was at the old Brentwood – ice rink and we went out there we practiced had you know the bag skate because the coaches always did that because some guys didn't even skate at all in the summer at that point and following the practice brett hall kelly chase brendan shanahan curtis joseph bunch of the dudes garth butcher like hey kid you coming to lunch i said sure i'm going to lunch we went to the train wreck right there on manchester we ate wings and pounded beers until i don't even know what time of day it was then we showed up for camp the next day again so uh, things were a little different back then, Jr. Now guys are talking about cheating, yeah. getting a milkshake in. Ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey, it doesn't fall far from the tree because uh, we interviewed Matthew and Brady for this story, and and Matthew said uh, that he goes with Ob's Dirty Wings, Ob Clark's Dirty oh, Wings, yeah. and he, and, uh, and Brady dropped the uh, bacon, cheese, egg and cheese sandwich from Old Warson Country Club. So they're oh, yeah. they're getting. Uh, Shout out to St. Louis here. So. I think that's healthy. I mean, I th- I'm actually, yeah. I mean, that's a good source of protein with yeah. the wings and the eggs. Sure. I mean, come on. But yeah, the- check it out if you hadn't. There's a lot of stuff in there. And, you know, it's funny that we said that if we did a uh, cheat meal for sports writers, that's that's every day. So. Yeah, we'd almost have to talk about, like, what's the one thing that you eat healthy? <laughs> the cheat meal would be, like, vegetables. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, your body. What's the thing that your body doesn't recognize? You know, like uh, uh, yeah, fruits and vegetables. <laughs> JR, be good, man. We'll talk to you again next week. All right. Thanks, boys. See See you, buddy. Jeremy Rutherford at JP Rutherford. (laughs)